You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Join your hosts, Steph and Tara, every Wednesday morning as they dive into a new witchy topic. Welcome to Witch Wednesdays. This is Steph. And this is Tara. And you are listening to episode 18, all about Beltane. Woohoo! May 1st. Yes, our next holiday coming up. So we are going to tell you all about what Beltane is, the correspondences, and how you can celebrate. So I will give you um, the very little bit that I know about Beltane. I celebrate all of the pagan holidays. Well, not all of them pagan holidays the main eight. I was gonna say really all no, of them no the main eight <laughs> pagan holidays that we are having uh these podcast episodes on I celebrate them but um I'll, there some of them more than others have are very Wiccan based and have a lot of religious aspects and I don't do any of that and this is one of the ones that is more religion based so yes. I am going to let Tara talk mostly about this one but I'm going to give you a brief summary of what I know <laughs> So Beltane is one of the Celtic fire festivals. It's also known as May Day, and it falls on the 1st of May in the Northern Hemisphere and November 1st in the Southern Hemisphere. And it's the midway point between the spring equinox and the summer solstice. And it is one of the most popular holidays to celebrate across the world. Yes. Um, It is primarily a fire festival, but it's also a festival of abundance, fertility, and regrowth. And it's considered the duel of Samhain. So therefore, it's one of the days when the veil is thinnest between the spirit and fey plane. So it's a good time to work with them. And that, I think, sums up all of my Beltane knowledge. So Tara, take it away. Uh, That was pretty good. And actually, it does fall on May 1st this year, 2020. But it can vary because it's literally a halfway point. Um, So depending on how the earth is moving and when the spring solstice is and everything, it, it varies. Um, and it goes from sunset to sunset traditionally. So generally at sunset, uh, we light the fires and it's just a big old party, which is why it's probably one of the most popular holidays to celebrate worldwide. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's all about, like you said, uh, being fruitful and it's an attempt to basically welcome in the spring. Um, if you celebrate the different aspects of the goddess, this is when the maid uh, is no longer a maid. This is the end of her maidenhood. So it's a lot of sex rights, a lot of places. <laughs> um, this is also a very, very traditional time to get married. This is where um, spring to summer weddings became so popular because this is the time when weddings started. Uh, you'd get married around the fires of Beltane basically and then you'd go off and have a a little honeymoon evening wherever you felt like it (laughs) um there's tons and tons of ways to celebrate this like I said it's really a really popular festival because of it's a big bonfire people drink a lot and then they go and they celebrate being fertile in all the ways that people celebrate that (laughs) so uh it's the maiden goddess. She's reached her fullness. So like you said, if you celebrate that aspect of the goddess, this is the time of growth and renewal. It's the goddess of spring. The May bride is a very popular image. Uh, flowers in the hair, maypoles, 
Uh, I love to a good maypole. So if you ever get a chance, I highly recommend it's super fun. You take ribbons and you twirl them around a pool, a pole, and you can make really beautiful patterns. Um, you can use ribbons. You can also use uh, thin branches of trees or vines. You can make some really awesome designs. I love doing that. Uh, there's a big bonfire generally. Even if you do a small celebration, I highly recommend Flame because it is a fire festival. <laughs> uh, so there are different aspects that are celebrated in different ways. Because this uh, is generally a British Isles thing that tends to be um, where it was most heavily celebrated. And so a lot of those traditions follow it through uh, into different traditions like Wicca or paganism or um, however you choose to celebrate. But this is a good time for hand fasting, like I said. So traditionally, uh, instead of getting married, which is, as most people are aware at this point in time, a religious recognition of your union, hand fasting was also religious recognition of your union, but you actually had a year and a day to see if it actually would work out. So instead of being married forever and ever, you got hand fasted for a year and a day. And if you still like the person after a year and a day, you got to stay together. <laughs> Basically, you reaffirmed it, which I think is way more realistic. But, um, and this tradition actually follows through to today in a lot of ways. In Iowa, you can be a commonwealth or uh, you can have common law marriage. And that's if you present yourself as man and wife for a year and a day, you're married. You don't actually have to go before a priest or a minister or anything like that. So it's kind of cool. Um one of the traditions around hand fasting was you jump the broomstick. They uh, could not, so if you couldn't afford a church ceremony, this was a really fast and easy way to say, hmm, I love you, sucker. Let's be together. And you jump over a broomstick together. This has a lot of traditions that go through different religions also, but it's considered one of the ways you can hand fast. Um, okay, so I'm talking a lot about all the ways to celebrate more than the holiday itself. <laughs> Uh, we like the so, celebrating part. What can we say? I love the celebrating. The maypole is actually supposed to show the potency of the god, the greenhorn man, um, however you choose to celebrate that. So because there's a lot of fire and a lot of greenery, because greenery is returning, the colors are generally green and red and a silver white meant to represent the light of the fire. And this, it's all about growth and abundance and fertility. Uh, one of the things that a lot of people believed was that if you got hand fasted on this night and you celebrated in the traditional manner, you would be fruitful and have a baby before the new year. Um, and hand fasting, if you had a child, you, your hand fast was solid. You guys were stuck together. So that was actually one of the things that they wanted to, uh, encourage, uh, a lot of people celebrate with eggs. They decorate eggs kind of like Easter. Um, I don't particularly do this but uh, like I said maypoles and fires are lots of fun <laughs> I'm not sure what else to say here like <laughs> um yep yeah, I mean I think Tara touched on all of the different ways that you can possibly um celebrate this as always wearing the colors and setting up your altar is a great way to celebrate um another Good thing to do is to leave offerings on your altar to the Fae if you're interested in working yes. with them. They like milk and honey and oats. Um, Sweetness. Yes. And 
Um, since Tara touched on all of the other ways to celebrate, I'll just fill you in on what the rest of the correspondences are. Um, the correspondences we touch on on every one of these episodes because they are easy things to incorporate into your workings, into your altar, using them however you see fit. It's just that um, they have really good energies and intentions that work well with this particular holiday. Yes. So like Chair said, the colors are red and yellow for the fire and also green, silver, and white to represent the um, abundance and fertility in new beginnings. The animals are swallows, doves, and cats. The crystals that are good to use are rose quartz, garnet, emerald, amber, and carnelian. You can kind of see those same um, color tones in there. The mm-hmm. herbs are mint, thyme, and mugwort. The flowers and trees are birch, hawthorn, daffodil, foxglove, and rose. And foxglove is poisonous, so careful. <laughs> Food is um, oats, because oats are considered lucky. Um, dairy, spicy foods, and Mayday wine and brandies, which is definitely one of the best ways to celebrate. You can actually make a hawthorn brandy if you like. It's very, very easy. You get a bottle of brandy and then you take hawthorn flowers, which um, are actually a flower that comes from a tree. (laughs) And you add a little bit of sugar and you let them seep together and you leave it in direct light for two weeks before and then strain because you don't want to drink the actual flowers and it's really good. Interesting. Fun fact. (laughs) That's a fun fact. Uh, the incense and oils that are good to use are rose, jasmine, musk, lilac, patchouli, and vanilla. And the best spells to work on on this particular day or surrounding this day are fertility, of course, love, and happiness. Yes. They're all about happiness. That's why it's traditionally a time to get married and say your love. It's also a good time to start projects if you've been putting them off because this is the time of being productive and making things happen. (laughs) And uh, one thing to know, we're going to talk about this more um, later in the year and also how to do it um, because we both associate it more with Samhain and later in the year. But this is, since the veil is thinnest, this is also a good time to work on home protections, do a home cleansing and learn how to protect your home. Um, We will definitely be getting into that later, but if you already know how to do it, this is a good time to also work on that. And that's uh, part of where the idea of spring cleaning comes from. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is all that I have to to say about Beltane. Do you have anything else to add, Tara? Uh, I have lots and lots of ideas on how to celebrate because this is one of my favorite holidays. This is one of the best ones. If you're looking for a group activity, if you don't want to be a solitary practitioner or you just want to see how you feel in a group setting, because this is so popular, there are lots and lots of small groups that get together throughout the world to celebrate. So this is a good one. If you want to find a group um, and see how it works for you, this is an excellent one to try and find a group that's local to you. I would agree. There's lots of Mayday celebrations more so um in europe but even in the u.s you're going to find them everywhere uh they're in iowa so they're everywhere (laughs) if they're in iowa they're everywhere i'm just saying (laughs) but yes uh, mayday celebration beltane there's lots of different names for it um and they have slightly different traditions so like i said this is a good time to find a group or just see if it's a a good match for you if you're looking at a group in particular because they'll celebrate in a particular way and maybe you like it, maybe you don't, but then at least you've tried it. 
I've celebrated this in a group and I'm a solitary practitioner. So (laughs) this one, I don't mind celebrating a group. It's a lot of fun and there's a lot of good energy. I think that sounds like a great idea. Thanks. Sometimes I have them. (laughs) Well, that is all that we have for you this week. We will see you next week. Right. Bye. Thanks for listening to Witch Wednesdays with Steph and Tara. Love our content? Consider donating at anchor.fm slash witch-wednesdays to help keep our podcast up and running. Please leave us a voicemail on that same site if you have any questions or comments, and follow us on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast.